What's the one thing above all things that you're looking for from a bicycle kick? Nicky Butt is in so much space, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kicks off the pitch. Garnacho, how are we how are we feeling about Garnacho? Rooney against Man City. Okay. Oof. The reason I don't like it is because he's just shinned it. Yeah, 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 yeah thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. He's outside the box. Not having it. It's not in anyone's top five. Didn't they? No, no. Oh, fuck off. That's I'm a little bit blown away by that take there. That's absolutely terrible. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> that is, that I actually stinks, love that. Adam. Welcome back to The Ripple Effect. We are at Spotify Studios. And actually, next door, Sharon Osborne and Louis Theroux. <laughs> Stars. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully that podcast hasn't come out yet, but good tease for them. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about bicycle kicks and goals that that really, really mattered. And we're also going to do a second podcast that I'm so excited about because we have three people who I think have been so ingrained in the sort of the journey of football YouTube. And you're sort of like, you kind of like the Neptunes. We've got the Neptunes here and we've got wow. maybe Timberland over there as well. So oh, I'm just wow. going to introduce some early goals. But kings of producing YouTube content, in particular football content. So the second podcast this week will be all about that. But we've got to talk about Garnacho and bicycle kicks, and we're going to have a top five. Uh, we're all going to put forward a top five of our bicycle kicks as well. So this is this is going to be good fun. So let, let me introduce everyone. First, we've got... Uh, I'll introduce you two together. Is that okay? Yeah, we're kind of a duo Are we now, okay with we? that? So if you, so you're no, looking no. at me like you wanted your own intro. Absolutely not. No, no. we come together now as a package. Exactly. So uh, we have Seb Lozado. And we have Alex Emery, uh, both of whom, I mean, I'll do a quick one for you both. I guess producers at Sky Sports for uh, a long time, now venturing out into your own business to try and get as much of a push to that business as possible. Let's give it a bit of a push in both <laughs> podcasts. What is that business? Uh, so the business is Click, which is essentially uh, a service-based business where we grow creators and brands faster. So it was born a year ago when I left Sky and partnered and signed John Nellis who at the time had 5,000 subscribers across all of his platforms, no TikTok account. Um, and then working with John, who's become an incredible content brain himself. Unbelievable. Uh, we've grown his channels to over a million followers across all platforms, gained over a billion views in the last year. It's insane. Wow. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it was there's, a big, big year for us. Yeah, there's a, no one has the kind of right to do that. You have to be really talented to do that. And we'll get into sort of the appreciate that the, the weeds of that because I just, it, honestly, it was amazing. And he was sort of, we were all looking at it. In the sort of background, we've got um, mm. James uh, Lathlane, who is uh, my... What are you now? What are we calling you? What would you like to be called? General, general manager. Yeah, nice. Lovely. So, and we at the time were thinking, what is going on over there? It yep. was crazy. Anyway, we'll get into that. Uh, and of course, my good friend, Hi. And I think, you know, again, one of those, the kings of producing, having produced for a lot of different, a lot of different big players over oh, yeah, the course okay. of the journey, yeah, yeah. right? The CV, yeah. the CV is strong. I think so. Okay, I, the I guys like here, they, they're now venturing their own thing. They weren't able to sort of dot around like, like you did. Yeah. And you went and you have produced four. Go on, give Ooh, us a list. Give us the list. Uh... Football Daily, uh, Spencer FC, True Geordie, After Party Studios, now Premier League Productions. England. England, yeah. Wow. England's wow. Women's team. Hashtag yeah, United, yeah. Yeah, you sort of forget. Exactly, yeah. So much. And of course, Ball Street. So oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot that. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, well, again, in that second podcast, you can tell I'm excited to talk about that one. Uh, we'll get into sort of the good, the bad, the weird and the influential when it comes mm. to that. But let's start off with the word of the week uh, for the podcast this week. Bicycle. 
Um, I don't think it needs a definition. I think we know what a bicycle is. Right? <laughs> yeah, are we okay with that? Let's move on. So a bicycle kick uh, is always fantastic to see, apart from when you're supporting the team that it happens against. But due to the acrobatic and aesthetic nature of these goals, they often leave a mark on us as fans and remain in our heads for a long time. For example, non-Man United fans, apart from Rooney, apart from Rooney's bicycle kick in 2011, can you instantly recall another goal that he scored that year? Silence. See? Mm, no. So the answer, for the most part, will be no. What this means is that these spectacular goals will often follow a player around and have the potential to form a career off the back of it. In this episode, we're going to take a look at the weekend's action, of course, but also we're going to take a look at the goals that created superstars and what happened after they announced. So first half, bicycle kicks and the ripple effects from the greatest bicycle kicks. And second half, just goals where sort of people announced themselves and kind of what led from that. And at the end, we will have our top fives, which I'm, I'm intrigued to. Yeah. Well, first question, I guess. Why, Adam, let me come to you on this one. Why do you think people are so bothered about bicycle kicks? I'm generally kind of like, well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. Mm. Cool. Yeah. But I get, and we'll get to Trevor Sinclair very quickly in this podcast. <laughs> but I find myself becoming like outrageously competitive about really? which, yeah, maybe I'm just, it's something for me as a QPR fan to hang on to. Mm. So I guess as non-QPR fans <laughs> who like, you know, win football games do, is why do you think people are so bothered about bicycle kicks oh I think they're probably the most audacious the most kind of showy form of scoring a goal isn't it I mean it's ridiculous to be able to do that the technique mm. that's involved and I think you know we're going to speak about them now but they instantly become iconic I think especially when they're in the right occasion in the right moment yep. I think you know they are they are the purest most beautiful form of goal really and and what are you what are you looking for? What's the one thing above all things that you're looking for from a bicycle kick? Because I think that's important as well. Landing. Honestly, I actually created Landed. a whole criteria. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I knew you did. I knew that. Like, I sort of went, oh, well, look, it's really easy stuff. We're just going to be talking about bicycle kicks. So we'll give you, you know, running order. And I know both of you have kind of gone oh, yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get his yeah, phone yeah, out. Yeah. Alex, get his oh, phone wow. out. Um, so, God, yeah, what was your criteria? So, there are a few bullet points. Personal nostalgia <laughs> was like my own final bullet point, which is kind of take, make it okay. my favourite goal sure. as opposed to the greatest bicycle, if you were thinking nice. of it in that way. So the significance of the moment is is mm. critical. Um, the scenes that sort of follow that. Is that above the, the you know, technical quality? This isn't necessarily in Not order. Not in order. Okay. No. Um, the technique is definitely part of it and there's there can be multiple elements to that if you have yeah. to control the ball or juggle it in some way and then take on the shot itself or and then pureness as well like how clear <laughs> is that word? how yeah, clean <laughs> I, do you know what on also correct earlier it wasn't a word oh, but right. i stuck with it anyway <laughs> um, how clean the strike is and the player themselves as well like i, I think like looking at Gonacho for example obviously not a player like at the absolute elite elite level like as a dan or a ronaldinho or something like that right and so in some ways, that discredits the goal, unfortunately. Really? Unfo yeah, I'd agree it does. With that. I'd yeah, agree I, with that, 100%. Do you? 100 I, agree with that. Yeah, do yeah. you? Yeah. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. <laughs> uh, Alex? Um, I, I found myself weirdly looking at like criteria like on a pure analytical basis. So, like, What a shock, Al. Click is the name of the business, by the way. Yeah. Click. I came to the, like, the size of the angle between the cross and the strike. Jeez, wow. So, yeah, like, height is important for me. And where on the foot... Like, like you said, pureness. I, you know, I think. Spoiler alert: Rooney is not number one for me. Oh and no! I get no. I think he gets. Nah. I think it's massively overrated. We'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, sorry, Karen. I found. I found like, for example, the Dallo cross to Gonacho into obviously the bicycle kick itself and the strike. If you look at the 
angle between that cross and the strike itself is quite mm. acute, almost like the strike's going Ooh. back on the cross itself. Whereas if you look at like the, the cross... And do do you the, think that's helpful? Yeah, I really like it. No, no, sorry, is it easier? Oh, yes, I think it's easier. But weirdly, from like a pure aesthetic point of view, I kind of prefer it. Whereas okay. you look at like Emre Chan's against Watford, mm. where he's kind of helped it on in the same direction. Very difficult <laughs> to do. It's a bit do. slicey for me, that. But Interesting. Like, <laughs> that's, I feel Interesting. I'm really underplaying that, that bicycle game. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. He helped it on. Well, he helped yeah. it on. Yeah. Unbelievable. Maybe the harder, the harder one to do, though, is maybe the 90-degree one, where you go, the cross is coming in like from like a traditional perspective. And like yeah. Ronaldo, uh, the yeah, one against yeah, Juventus, yeah. where he, it's almost like a 90-degree angle. I know what you mean. Change the ball there's, direction. There's you're, a few you're talking about pureness here. Yeah. yeah. We I get it now. I totally get it now. Yeah, you're right. I think there is something that I think the Garnacho one, and there's a few others like that. You can put Rooney in that one as well. When you're sort of, I think actually it's easier to be making your way backwards away from goal yep. to get what you need to then kind of go against the angle to then put it back in that corner. So I think every chance is better than than your than your from a technical perspective. Well, I would say yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's uh, get to a few of them. Let's start with Trevor Sinclair, which is. Up there? Is it number one? We'll find out later on. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but this is amazing. The ripple effects from Trevor Sinclair's goal against Barnsley uh, in 1997. FA Cup third round. Mm. A little James Alcott was there. <laughs> and uh, it is the only game where... Like, uh, are you laughing because I'm still little? Or, what? <laughs> yeah. but it, um, that game, the context of that game, I think, is important as well. That's one th- thing that I think does matter in the criteria, mm. actually. Yeah, and that, that bumps up Rooney's... In a big way, the fact that it's a winner, 78th minute, I think it was, Manchester derby, all of that matters, I think. But for Trevor, right, we'd mm. gone, we were 2-0 up, and then Andy Impey, do you remember Andy Impey? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Alex is younger. I'm going to show my age. <laughs> so Andy, Andy Impey was, um, he was a winger for QPR, played for Leicester, maybe West Ham, I think he went to as well. Anyway, he... Um, he had a bit of a temper on him, did Andrew. And uh, <laughs> Andrew decided to essentially knock out John Hendry, who's another player. He was a striker for Middlesbrough. Um, anyway, and Barnsley as well. He was at Barnsley. Anyway, he knocked him out. So we're 2-0 two, two um, up. Then we've got 10 men. Then it's 2-1. We're struggling. Mm-hmm. And then our centre-back, who's over on the right-hand side for some reason, puts it across from deep. And Trevor does what Trevor does. And so we needed that goal. We weren't getting anywhere near the goal. Mm. So I just wanted to add that in. Uh, aside from like the size, the angle, mm. the connection, the height of which he's at. Absolutely outrageous. Anyway, so it was a great goal. Okay, so I, I actually hadn't seen that goal until this morning. Are you serious? Well, I hadn't heard of it. Seriously? Never, seen it. Never heard That's of it. disgusting. So, serious, so you, you educated me today. That's absolutely disgusting. Wow. I was like, oh yeah, it's very impressive. But hearing the context makes yeah. it extra. I'm sorry, that thing I was going to say, it's the only game of football I've been where there's been a goal and the whole crowd, everyone has gone silent for about three, two seconds. Everyone. Yeah. Ah! Is that Big the best goal you've ever seen live? Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah, easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the greatest goal ever scored. That was such a stupid question, wasn't it? Greatest goal ever scored. So, ripples from this. So the goal got him a move to West Ham and subsequently a move to Manchester City. Uh, he then got called up. Well, he had previously been called up in 1995, which is the season QPR went down. Indulge me in this, all right? I don't get to talk about QPR a lot. I can see you. Um, but he never made his debut. He didn't get in that Euro 96 squad. He eventually got his first cap in 2001 and uh, importantly came on in the Argentina game on the left-hand side. I can't remember who he came on for. No, I'm not expecting you guys to know. <laughs> no, Someone let me know on Twitter. But he came on and did well. Um, but the reverse ripple of that goal, 
and him getting the move to West Ham was maybe quite possibly down to the goal that goal that season. He went the next year, and a final quick ripple from that was uh, in the in the move. It was a three million pound move, and we got a guy called Keith Rowlands and Ian Dowie. Oh, yeah. Oh, as a swap. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. And Ian Dowie then sort of stuck around for a bit, then was sort of desperate to be a coach, mm. did a couple of interim games, then went off and had his coaching career mm. and then uh, came back to us when we started to get a bit of money. And he was quite excited. I, I was quite excited that I thought he, he could be good. And it, it basically destroyed his career. Wow. So, uh, Trevor Sinclair, that's your fault. Anyway, <laughs> uh, reverse ripple. So, if he hadn't scored this goal and never made his England debut from the ripples of that, he would still have been eligible for Ireland. He could have potentially switched allegiances and played in the 2002 World Cup for Ireland. And Ireland were knocked out of the 2002 World Cup on penalties against Spain. Sinclair only took one professional penalty in his career, scored it. 100%. So who knows? He probably would have taken one, let's say. And Ireland, and if he'd have scored that, could have been different. They could have made their way through. They would have been in the... Quarterfinals against South Korea. Yeah. Adam Bolt would have Irish heritage. Is yeah. that right? Well, yeah. I've got an Loosely. Irish, Irish wife. I yeah, have Irish child go. as well. There you go. I'd say that feels like a leap, that one. If I was being, <laughs> if I was being honest, it feels like a leap to jump to that conclusion. But you never know. If this he, is if, the ripple effect. If he Adam. was there in 2002, you know, Roy Keane, Saipan, would that have happened? You know, he'd yeah. in the dressing yeah. room. Yeah. That could, could have maybe maybe just, one, you know. just one brave enough voice of Trevor Sinclair yeah. to go, Roy, Roy. Calm down. Just, just <laughs> leave it, Roy. Leave it, Roy. It's not worth it. Just walk the dog again. Yeah, yeah. Can we get yeah, if he's got his dog over there, it could have been so different. Just yeah, exactly. But then they would have got in the semi-final. They're playing against. They would have played against a Germany side that were bang average. They, didn't they play Germany in that tournament in the group stages? I feel like Robbie Keane scored against Oliver Kahn. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Very possibly to they get a draw. Really good. Late draw. Like, I actually can't remember, but I they were it, like exceptionally good, and that was an incredible. Result. So you're saying Ireland would have won the World screen. Cup? I'm basically. saying they that might have done. Yeah. We could have lived. <laughs> we could have lived in a world where Ireland played Brazil in the 2002 <laughs> World, World Cup, Cup final. final. Wow, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That is God, that's a better word. Let's move on to Gareth Bale against <sighs> Liverpool. Yeah, good, isn't it? Yeah, it's the goal. So, Let's so start good. off with the goal. Go on. Tasty. Oh, feel just, about it's a stunning goal. It's more like the leap. I think is so aesthetically pleasing. It's just so clean to watch, and obviously the stage, like we're all saying, like. That's the biggest stage in the world. And to pull that off, the audacity, and then also the fact that it went into... The, oh, it's a beautiful goal. As, no an, a, as an angles man. Oh, as an angles man. Don't ask about the angles. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely loving that. It's, it's a 90 degree. Yeah. Is it? Clean. It's, I, I watched it back this morning, and the, the cross is quite flat from Marcelo, yeah. actually, as well. It's not your usual one, because it comes up from that left-hand side. Mm. So hang on, which way is he facing? Mm. Is le- yeah, so it has to go past his first foot it's to go really to the other one. Yeah. It's really awkward. Yeah. And it is the pureness, Seb. Yeah, it's incredibly acrobatic as well. But you expect that of Bale. He's just a pure athlete, isn't he? Yeah. There is something freakish about that goal. I, I don't know why, I just don't love it though. Really? Ooh, yeah. There's got to be really? something. What's putting it? Are you not, do you not like Bale? I don't <laughs> really about like Bale, Bale an enormous not? amount. I right. mean, he's a bit of an England hater. And so that kind of like does count against him a little bit. Okay. And um and I think just I think actually I just feel like I didn't have a lot riding on that match either. Like I, I kind of didn't want Liverpool to want win, but outside mm. of that I wasn't massively invested either way on in either team. Yeah. And so maybe right. that's a factor in terms of my own personal nostalgia and your criteria. <laughs> I think it is it has to be up there, doesn't it? Yeah. He's, his careers we have to do a whole pod on Bale. It's underrated almost, isn't it? I I yeah, it's um it's confusing in the sense of sort of where where would you like to put him? 
Like, mm. wa- I always say with him, like the watermark of him. And if you then put it all on paper, he is quite possibly the greatest British player of all time. I'd say that. Yeah, definitely. I think he is. Yeah. yeah. That's the, oh, right, uh, maybe it's, maybe yeah. it's, <laughs> I think it's if you claim. think about yeah. it. Yeah, if you, if you think about it for more than five seconds, he is. But I don't think that's like the initial perception of a lot of people. But like you say, the trophies, the he arguably had probably one of the greatest Premier League seasons individually ever. Yeah. Um, even Wales, you know. It's Wales. Yeah, mm. I think that counts for mm. a huge amount. So he's done it all on all the stages. He really lit things up when he went to Real Madrid as well. Like, oh, remember yeah. that goal where he just... Gas down him. the left-hand yeah. channel. Oh, yeah. Actually, did the right back and Mark, scoring Mark goals in Champions League finals outside of the actual overhead, but the um, mm. header in his in his first final as mm. well. And mm. like clutch goals, Mass- like, clutch huge goals. for that. Mad. Huge for that because I think he could have the sort of Tottenham thing mm. could have like you oh, know you have oh. people throw the salt, won't they? Yeah, They'll yeah. go well, you, or you do the sort of Gerrard that well, you didn't win a Premier League. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. But he, he sort it. of moved on. I think and it's the whole game. like bench time at Real Madrid that counts against him. The fact that he fell out with the club and spent such a long time, and it also like you'd see like videos of him like with his eyes closed on the bench and stuff, and it kind of like made a mockery of the whole thing. The yeah, whole like nothing Wales, sort of touching me that Real Madrid it. in yeah, that order, yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> He's, what else is he supposed to do? I think the club, the club sort of made that situation happen as well as Bale. You know, yeah. but I think he, he was, came he was up with well a comment with recently where it was like. He said to Bellingham, advi- gave him some advice of like, yeah. just do as you're told and play the game because otherwise they'll like, you know, they'll destroy. Right. Yeah. I, I, I did actually kind of, I kind of rated that he was a bit sort of punchy with his comments at yeah. times. I kind of like a bit of personality. But yeah, no, I, I like, I kind of like that you don't like him though. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gareth Bale ripples. This goal uh, could be the reason Cristiano Ronaldo left Real Madrid. Mm. So the 2018 Champions League final is often remembered for Karras' mistake, but Bale also scored one of the best goals of all time in this game. I tell you what, is this game known for Bale's goal or Karras' mistake more? 100% Karras. It's the Karras yeah, final. I think, so. not, not a I think his memes just live on, don't they? And that was like insane what he did in that match. Like the way he just he <laughs> literally threw moments, the Champions League yeah. final away. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, a shame, isn't it? Yeah. That's the world we live in, isn't do, it? Do you think the fact that Karras is in goal for Bale's goal discredits it in any way takes it away wow like not also, for that one not for the I watched it and like there's this it's is not like it's being... Sunday league keeping is it he's, no, he's just like flown in yeah, the top yeah. corner but like if you who at saves it, that there now that this is <laughs> this is a mad thing to say but if you actually look at it and look at Karras's like hand movement there's a part of me where he's like has he fully extended for that right, whereas okay. if you look right. at whereas if you look at Garnaccio and Pickford Garnaccio's goal looks better because mm. Pickford's full stretch Interesting, aesthetic wise. Yeah, right? aesthetic. It, it does contribute for me. The, with Garnacho, we'll get to him in a sec, but I, I did think in this sort of world where we're like sort of judging and ranking yeah. it all, does does that goal lose a bit because of the jokes around Pickford? <laughs> tiny tiny <laughs> arms. Shots from and the fact he's got little yeah, arms, okay. yeah. He's a great goalie, no doubt he's a great goalie, but in that moment with a looping he's not shot. He's that, even if his, you know, mm, even if his arms Courtois, did Courtois get an answer to that? <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Just Pope getting on to that. Maybe. I, I do know. think Carius was supposedly, after the fact, we found out he was concussed, right? Yes. After a sort yeah, of collision yeah. with Sergio Ramos. Is the concussion before this or after? Uh, before. Before. I think right. it's before all of the goals. Oh, so okay. yeah, the collision with Sergio oh, Ramos. Yes, he did, of course. But he yeah. throws out to Benzema, concedes this one, and then threw the hands for the last one. You buying that, by the way? It's a great excuse, isn't it's it, when you've an absolute one. howler in a Champions League final? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Ronaldo obviously played in that match as well. Um, 
But from a Real Madrid perspective, it was all about Bale for that game. This could be one of the things that triggered Ronaldo's move to Juventus. Ronaldo branded the move as a new challenge, but since has attributed the move to a lack of support that he felt shown by Florentino Perez, mm. a.k.a. everything was not about him. Stick with Ronaldo. <laughs> His one against Juventus, obviously for Real Madrid. This, uh, this is a huge, huge goal. I think uh, like in terms mm. of... R- the effect of a bicycle kick, mm. I think this is, has the possibly the biggest effect. Seriously? Yes. And let me tell you why. So, uh, first of all, Juventus fans are the reason why Ronaldo chose Juventus. Because he went there after Real Madrid. So, after Ronaldo scored the goal to make it 2-0, and yeah, if you watch it back, the fans are just, they're clapping. How do you feel Bro, about that, Seb? I yeah. love that so, so much. <laughs> and in terms you of like an enigma. Like, that doesn't see with the bale <laughs> hatred. And then now we're allowing that's applauding. Why I hate that, that, the difference is bale came for me. <laughs> 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 and uh, I think like this oh, is like, sorry, I, Sam is you're a Man United fan, are you? Well, somewhat. I'm really yeah, like not think, a diehard. Right, again, uh, but like um yeah, I would say hardcore football fan, but I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore Manchester United fan. Um in terms of like when I go back to like my criteria and scenes, I think, you know, like when Ronaldinho dribbled past basically the whole Real Madrid team and the whole of the, the Bernabeu mm. stood in clap. I've got so much time for that. You're so good. The opposition fans are actually applauding yeah. you. That's something that you just don't see. I remember watching that and thinking that's outrageous and just brilliant. It's Yeah. In terms of the sort of storytelling of it all and the romance of it all, that, it's gorgeous. You know, do the fans need to take a look at themselves, though? <laughs> no, you've got to you've got applaud score that. You've got to... Uh, it, with that one, uh, so that was to score the second goal to make it 2-0 63rd minute kind of okay. put them out of it okay. which I think are probably is allows it a little way. bit yeah. there have been a, yeah I, I, I feel like there has been one or two goals where you go like yeah, at Loftus Road yeah. fair enough yeah. like that's, that's ridiculous you're saying that's the biggest impact or biggest ripple effect yes like, because mm. so the, the clapping leads to the love that he starts to have for them I think he yeah. also looks at Serie A and goes, the Juve fans. I can do that. More goals. Here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Has, me- you know, <laughs> has Messi, Messi done it in... Da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I think that kind of starts to like, play in his mind. Uh, so, and I guess that leads to... It leads to Man United as well. Um, but I, the thing that I've, I think is really interesting is the fact that the money that was spent... So Juve paid the highest fee ever paid for an Italian club for Ronaldo. 85 million plus 10 in add-ons. So that was also the highest fee paid for an over 30-year-old. There was no resale. So you were kind of, you're putting the finances in massive trouble, which it did. Mm, yeah. COVID obviously then hits as well. And the amount of money that you've got to spend on him and FFP mm. caught up with them massively. Right. Led to them being docked 10 points. Despite this, they still finished seventh, got a Europa Conference League spot until they got banned from the competition for FFP. <laughs> wow. So the downfall of Juve was was caused by this. By but if it, I, and also, if it, I think one, they were like, we need to get rid of him yeah. by hook or oh, by crook. 100%. 100%. Despite him scoring goals, he scored loads of goals. And then the, the, the rest of the squad then started to struggle as well. And if you think of where Juventus are right now and the Juventus we are generally mm. aware of, they should not be anywhere near where they are at the moment. And that is, that's kind of down to Ronaldo. Mm. Or Ronaldo being purchased. It's not his fault. Yeah, I see it. I think I can see it. I think the one, um, going back to the Carousons briefly, that, I mean, I'm sure they would have upgraded their goalkeeper 
even if that hadn't have happened. Yep. But that's when Allison comes in, isn't yep. it? Van Dijk yeah. comes in. They win the league. They win the Champions League. That's a great ripple effect. Would, would they have? Would that have happened almost? It's, it's the opposite to you, though. They've obviously yep. got a different direction. Yeah. But I wonder whether that would be a bigger ripple effect. We've got a whole podcast on on the Carrius one because, of course, mm. he played in the Cup final. Oh yeah, of uh, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that all comes from yeah. from all of it. Oh, but I, I remember Chris Pajek saying. Uh, I think it was sort of the season afterwards so if anyone doesn't know Chris Pajak has a Liverpool channel called Remen TV and he was saying for Liverpool prior to that you sort of you had David James's and Mm. these Mignolets and these different guys and it was like they're they're fine okay 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 and then that game was okay enough yeah. Spend the money, get the guy. I don't want to think about it again. Mm. And they literally haven't had to think about it again. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, the sort of, I think that's often the thing in life. It's like you need, if something's kind of okay, then you're just going to sit of, with it. Yeah, yeah. You don't get that real movement where you need to kind of reach the depths of the pool so you Some can push on. Needs Be like Ange. Yeah. Be like Ange. Oh, yeah. Although they yeah. are on a bad run. Uh, man, <laughs> uh, Rooney against Man City. Okay. Oosh. Big one. So, so, the goal. Come, come to you on this one. You got a few more I mean, points, I reckon. He's gone to his phone. He's going to his phone. Bizarrely, it's not in my top five. I'd, yeah, it's not in mine. Um, and, I don't think it's. And it's weird because it ticks all of my criteria. Significant moment went on to win Manchester United their twelfth Premier League title. Um, scenes, obviously, Manchester derby. People go crazy. Unreal. Technique. It's like he he's up in the air. He's a good distance out. It yep. hits a corner. Pureness, it flies. Rooney, my favourite player, pretty much as a kid, right. certainly mm. English one anyway. And so there's loads there, but the reason I don't like it is because he's just shinned it. Yeah, 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 yeah thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I've had this debate with so many people, and yeah. often many United fans get quite triggered by this one. Like people the, said it's the not fact shinned. come off his shin. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. No, also, I remember at the time, as well. I think the yeah. goal went in. I remember watching the goal with friends and going, well, it's come off his shin. Like then, like right, in, right, in the replays, right, right. and people were like, yeah, what do you 100%. mean? Like, look what he's done. Look what he's done. And and they just, yeah, they didn't want to have I, I don't want any sort of interaction with the ball deflecting off anything at any stage. Does that I make want it more key... impressive? No. The no. fact it deflected and he's trying to... No, oh, oh, the deflection of the cross. But that's yeah, what yeah, Makes it easier? No, I just don't Makes like his it. mind up. I want bish, bash, bosh <laughs> in the back of the net. <laughs> no messing around. Clean. Clean. Yeah, okay. okay. It's like when the fingertips are there. It just instantly diminishes the goal. If that grazes a single fingertip, done for me. Okay. Do you know what? And and you've just said something there that's finished off my top five. Now I've got my top five. That's Ooh, good. Thank you. Nice. Because nice. there's there's something else I think that matters. Was it bish bash bot? It, it it was. Um, I tell you, I'll give you a clue. It's a uh, ding ding ding. Okay. Actually, it's okay. more Ooh. that. Um, anyway, right. So Rooney. I feel like I need to defend it somewhat. It is. <laughs> it, is it is probably one of the most iconic goals in the history of the Premier League. I do think technique is very impressive. Maybe aesthetically, Joe Hart doesn't go for it. You know, sort of minus points for that celebration. Not great. Oh. You know, we can do a few minus points for that as well. What was the celebration? Oh, you know, I was going to say, I think he was a little bit sort of. He was a little bit caught in two minds about what he wanted to do. And he oh, kind of just, oh, really? Yeah, and he kind of just puts his hands up. I, I, I don't agree. I think I he's like gone yeah. full like Black Swan oh. at the time the film was out, and like is that what oh, the reason I remember that the is because I was like I was editing packages for Sky at that time, and I've. I've edited that goal so many times you wouldn't believe. Yeah. And actually probably that is a factor why I'm probably bored of it as well. Oh, like yeah, the yeah. over like yeah, played element of it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, like the Aguero goal. I'm I'm sick yeah. of it. I'm it. so I've sick se- of it. I've seen it enough times. Yeah. But yeah, big big goal, big game as well. Obviously that was the noisy neighbour sort of era when they were sort of competing and they were still trying to cling on, I think, Man United to that 
top spot for in that sure. respect. So the celebration, I think, for me, there's I think there's a body language ex. Um, uh, I've forgotten how to speak. I haven't slept for like two days. Um, <laughs> element mm. to it, um, where he, uh, so that open body language, I think, mm. of like he is is aware of what he's just mm. done, mm. and. He's trying to be clever and he's trying to think of some... He's getting mixed up between I'm sort of Eric Cantona here yeah, yeah. and I'm also like I'm just buzzing off my tits. Still processing <laughs> yeah. what's happening here. So I feel like there's an element where he just go, gets caught up in the two of those of the ego and the enjoyment and he just like is just has the most open body language, oh, open, language yeah. he can have mm, yeah. to take in... The adulation. The adulation, yeah. yeah I think there's the something on that. word for that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's in terms of a footballing high. I can't imagine what that's like. That yeah, is nice, isn't it? That is really, really nice. Uh, okay, so commentary was good as well. Say that again. Martin Tyler's commentary, I thought, was was really strong. For yeah, that. yeah. It counts. Do yeah. we miss Martin Tyler a little bit? Um, I don't think so. Okay, sorry. To, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let's move on. So, okay, <laughs> I miss him a little bit. I'll be honest. Pedrury. He's, he's good. He is good. He is good. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, isn't it's it? A lot. It's really nice. Is he lovely? I bet he's lovely. He's like the yeah, nicest guy you could ever meet. I'm, I'm sure you know we could live with both of them. Yeah, I heard him say in an interview, no one's there for the commentator. And I was like, Peter, you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> <laughs> when you signed to Sky, I'm like, I'm watching Wolves v Burnley. Right. <laughs> Tell me a poem about it. No, he, yeah, he, he is magical. Different, a different style. I, I just, I think the thing I'm really defending here is... I like Martin Tyler. I thought mm. he was good. I yeah. never like. I was, never was had a problem with Martin. Word there, as much as I respect Martin Tyler. Maybe I felt safe with him, but I feel safe. safe. With, um, <laughs> I feel safe with Clive Tilsley as well. I think yeah. I quite like Clive Tilsley still. As Martin well. Tyler was an incredible commentator, like the voice of the Premier League. Totally. Oh, yeah. And actually, as well, when Sky had the rights to the Champions League, as well, I think like when I watched that Drogba penalty from um, Chelsea winning the Champions League in 2012, like genuinely that puts like hairs like mm. so they stand up on the back of my neck. I like, absolutely love that. Yeah. There's a bit where is it? I think it's that game. And he he goes, and no one seems to have picked up on this. This isn't like a big viral thing, but me and my friends always joke about it. Um, and it's Martin Taylor sort of does his bit, and his his pass off to Gary Neville is really nice. He's quite like passionate. He, he says his bit, and he goes, Gary Neville, and he gets, so Gary Neville starts talking about in the season of seasons, whatever it's, it's talking about, and then he goes, and then he says, FIFA, UEFA, stop football. He does. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's written in the stars. Uh, I know. Again. But like FIFA. What does that we're like still to this day? I need to sort of somehow, you know, get Gary Neville on the podcast again. Yeah. That was yeah. Gary's early days of co-coms and I think maybe things didn't flow quite so naturally as sure. they do now. Yeah, like, absolutely. He, he, that whole <laughs> All before his time, really, to a point, maybe. Possibly. You know, you know, with there the, were a few the moments on that run. Like there was a Benfica goal as well away, and I think Torres scored in, in the Stadium of Light. And um, a sorry, that's <laughs> oh, so maybe that might be it. That that might, it might have been that game. He, it might have been that game. No, he kind of did a similar thing throughout oh. the whole tournament. Again, did I the edited sound, so many packages, yeah. that sort of like in my head. <laughs> but like he he made like a Gary Gasm, if you you could call it that. Like he did it. Oh, he Gary, did it against yeah. Barcelona as well when um, Torres. Yeah. Could, oh, unbelievable! <laughs> he was just like really good. Bang on, bang on. Amazing. A gasm. (laughs) (laughs) Dangerous for good. I like it. Okay, so in this game, Man United's only striker was Wayne Rooney, and on the bench, you had an aging Berbatov and Chicharito, who's always deemed 
Kai, Kai's put raw. I, I would say limited. Mm. I think he was sort of, you know, he was your... He was a poacher, wasn't he? He was, yeah. he was mm. that kind of sort of striker. And not com- totally complete. Uh, but in the 2011 summer window, uh, Man United didn't sign a striker due to Rooney's brilliance and instead opted to sign David De Gea, Phil Jones and Ashley Young. The next season, they lost the title to Man City despite Rooney scoring 27 goals in the league. However, the next highest scorer was Chicharito with only 10. Hmm. After losing the title to Aguero's goal, um, Man United then signed Van Persie in 2012. And he goes on to combine with Rooney and the pair almost carry Man United to the league hmm. title in 2012-13. If Rooney hadn't been brilliant in 2010-11, Man United may have bought a striker earlier than 2012 and would have never been able to sign Robin Van Persie when they did. The Robin Van Persie thing. Mm. So that is that a good ripple or is that a, a bad one longer term? I think it's a bit of a stretch as well because that like whilst not they didn't it. play, no, we, we do have a, match, we have that phrase not having it. So not you're not having it. it. I'm not That's necessarily no. I just think because at, at the time United had also Michael Owen as well as Berbatov as well as Chicharito, and so they weren't actually like short in terms of numbers. Michael and, Owen, but yeah, Michael Owen's oh, yeah, not yeah. my. No, Fergie, Fergie loved Michael Owen. Fergie absolutely adored Michael Owen, and he rated him really highly. But uh, but at that point, Owen, I think Owen is there because. He's not what what he was, and there's an acceptance of that. So he's a bit mm. part player. He's not he's not Roman Van Persie. Is he? No, obviously not. But like there had been other players, like when Henrik Larsson, for example, joined Manchester United, and he was really successful at the back end of his career. Like Fergie wasn't actually against backing players in those situations. I don't think he ever thought he was going to play every game, but he mm. definitely rated Berbatov. And although he did actually in that subsequent season not play either in the Champions League final, that 2011 final, mm. and they just went. Re- I think yeah. just died really, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Um, certainly, Owen and Berbatov were on the bench, but. Um, yeah, I think there wasn't a definite desire to sign a striker anyway at that point. And when you consider how badly they needed to keep and how good De Gea was and how highly rated he was, and also Phil Jones, Phil Jones was also like considered like the next best English thing. Yeah, yeah they were going to say he was the next Duncan also. Edwards, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was going like, to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Ashley Young was class for Villa as well. So they were actually legitimately three very strong signings, even though they all had like bad patches for, for um, mm. Man United. There's an, there's an interesting way of looking at it, but you've got both sides of it, right? In the sense that, Van Persie sort of didn't. He wasn't there for. He was there for a good time, not for a long time. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but the way squad building's kind of done now, you go and get Hoyland instead, don't yep. you? Yeah. Is, is that is that something that people were missing at times? Were like, say, say again this summer, you could have got Harry Kane this yeah. summer, Man United. Mm. Or I mean, maybe. Levy's not going to allow that to happen. Yeah, yeah. But do you think people sometimes, or clubs now, kind of get in their own way a little bit? Or do you think that Van Persie, if they'd gone for a younger guy who they know is going to be amazing, you would have got eight years out of him instead and, and Man United wouldn't have had the run that they've had? I, I prefer the like almost instant success signing. Mm. I think like a lot of clubs try and sign the Hoyland and who knows what he'll become. You get a great return on your investment potentially. But like Harry Kane, you look what he's doing at Bayern now. If Man United went and signed him, what could that possibly have had? Mm. Like the effect that would have had, like him linking up with Rashford. It's an amazing instant return in your investment. I'd it's say. so different now, though, isn't it? Because those kind of players, that quality, obviously, what Harry gained, hundred million pounds. Robin van Persie last year of his contract at Arsenal when he signed so. for Man United. I think it was twenty million. 20 something something small, from. Yeah, yeah, something crazy. But I do think it is. It's like weird era in that before Rooney scored that goal the year before. He sort of came out, threatened to leave Man United, yeah. made a big song and dance. People thought he was going to go to Man City. 
So Fergie managed to convince him, sign a new contract, stay. He scores that goal. They do invest in De Gea and Jones and Young and Van Persie. So I do think, you know, that, that if that goal hadn't have been scored and potentially that rebuild hadn't have happened, they wouldn't have won that final league title. Maybe Fergie doesn't leave. There's all sorts mm. of different sort of permutations, ripple effects. I think also the pulling power of Manchester United is just so significantly different. Yeah. Like Manchester United cannot just go and get Harry Kane now in the same way like previously they would have gone and just got Berbatov or they would have gone yeah, and got whoever they wanted that, in the same way that Bayern guys, Munich yeah. just ripped everyone from the Bundesliga yeah. who yeah. they wanted like United just don't have that leverage anymore they're not in the same spot and so You'd I think, think that's twice very significant about joining Man United yeah would, definitely because basically right, they have like been, there's been lots of players that have mm. got a track record of not doing mm. great recently Do you know as well I think it's really interesting because as much as you want a, a younger player who you've got you know, years ahead of you and resale value. Mm. The Premier League eats up. I mean, not the Premier League, you know, the league itself, obviously, and then Twitter around it. Um, it eats up players if you don't have that instant impact, mm. like you said, Al. So, yeah, it's true, isn't it? So you have to be able to kind of... How many, like, off the top of my head, I'm like, Darwin Nunes is still sort of struggling with it a bit. I think he's fortunate he's at the uh, right mm. club where he's got a fan base that's going st- to kind of stick with him and you've seen enough. But, like... Timo Werner and Kai Havertz, and oh, that, yeah. I think we spoke about it on the pod a few weeks ago about sort of trial by social media. Mm. Like it's become like or like Kobe Mainu. Like I've got all these messages uh, yesterday going, "Are you going to do a Kobe Mainu video?" And I'm sort of like, "Too uh, much." Can we just can we wait until he's played against a team that like maybe <laughs> yeah. presses him a little bit? Or yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah, have yeah. three games. Yeah, like because I I get. Because it is, yeah, it's just so harsh. And especially as a striker, Maratta, another one like that. Like mm. You can go get those young guys, but if they're not ready and you have to put them out there and then they fail, they're yeah. just never the same, are they? No, 100%, I agree. Yeah, It's interesting seeing, you know, the, I think the first Spurs player that we signed for a while that's kind of the finished product coming in at their peak was James Madison. Seeing that impact this mm. season um, does feel quite transformational, or did, until yeah. obviously picked up his injury. Mm. But you're right, I think there's the, the reaction be it uh, negative or positive, is almost too quick now. The speed of how you judge a player and the judgment that's made, yeah, it's it's instantaneous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and um, I'm to blame, sorry. There's <laughs> 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 uh, Latan against England 2012. Ooh. It was a friendly, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm, it was yes. a friendly, I don't know, check that yes, out there. But. Yes, but. Uh, so this goal finished multiple England careers. <laughs> Players who played in this match and never played again, Ryan Shawcross, one mm. cap. And I, I heard him talk about it recently, actually. And he said, he said, I wasn't good enough. He said, I got in the squad. Wow. Why did, I didn't stay in the squad because I wasn't good enough. Mm. I was thought, fair enough. That's, yeah, that's really honest. It's honest stuff, isn't it? Uh, Wilfred Zaha. He had two caps for England. He didn't play that game, did he? Wow. Carl Jenkinson. Oh, top talent. Top talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interestingly, all of these players qualify for other nations. Zaha was able to switch nationalities. Shawcross. Never switched to Wales, uh, Wales, sorry, despite being born there. But whatever, <laughs> guys, put it here. But whatever, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but whatever yeah, it is what it is. As our Welsh producer, and a uh, little fun fact for you: Jenkinson could have also played for Finland. I remember that from his FIFA card. Did you? That, yeah, it tells you a lot about my youth. <laughs> do you know what? I, so I've I've had to do not had to do. I I got asked to do a, sort of this quiz thing, this yeah. guy's channel, and we're going to do a quiz on on Spotify for the Spotify podcast for, for Christmas for a bit of uh, fun. And uh, Luke Pingu, who's got that channel, yeah. is gonna, he's going to do that for us, which will be great. Cool. Um, so I, I'd, I've done it twice with uh, him, the, the quizzes that he has. It's horrible. Mm. Absolutely horrible. 
What's be, the quiz? Guessing. So it's all sorts. He's got all these different formats. Oh, right. But they're all like you need that natural schema that you have Ooh. to go. Okay, right. So well, I know he was wearing that shirt. So oh, that's from this God. year, and and like, you can find it that way. Yep. These formats don't have that. And when you've got a camera and a mic and two lights on you, my head just goes. <laughs> you've got this reputation for being known, like knowing about football as well. So exactly. The, the so yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. And it's <laughs> it's absolutely mm. horrible. But he says that. Um, he said, "Do you play FIFA?" Oh, it's all from FIFA. I watch Luke's I don't videos play as well. FIFA. The knowledge base. Yeah. Anyone, I can see instantly when I watch his videos who's from the FIFA generation. Like, if you can tell me someone's nationality, that's just a mm. like, biggest signifier right. of like a, a rogue player. So there was a time I used to say, genuinely, name me any player in the Premier League. I don't care if they're like a bronze player with sixty-two rating. I can you tell mean. you where they're from. I can't wow. believe that actually that's such a flashback playing this in the office. Yeah, that was what it was. <laughs> I used to just challenge anyone. Go on. <laughs> really, really? Yeah, that's great. Amazing. Benin. Yeah. And it, it's it's really upsetting. Mm. I'll be honest, because that was my thing. But mm. also I think as you get a bit older, you just you're running out of storage. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And like my life is yep. you take in all this stuff, you get to Friday, day off, and then Saturday all gets wiped off. Yeah, yeah. Go again. again. So mm. yeah, it's horrible. I think I'm just gonna have to not do them anymore. I um, it didn't go well. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Do people call you a fraud after they saw it? Or something? I don't look at the comments of oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's sure that's one of them. That's what I've been working on this year. Yeah, is, good is going. Yeah. No, we're not yeah. going to look at that Hopefully one. That, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's what Zlatan did. The uh, um thing I was going to say about Zlatan, if it wasn't Ryan Shawcross chasing back to clear that, would it have even gone in? If it was a, as he would say, a player of higher quality, mm, right? Of <laughs> the man himself, yeah, sure. yeah, he, not that was Latan. Yeah, he said it right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It was an open goal, wasn't it? It's a clearance. It was an open goal. Yeah. It was an open goal. Is it clearance? Is it clearance? It's like it's very Latan in terms of like the karate element, etc. Yeah. It fits the profile, but like actually fundamentally, it's an open goal. On the criteria, it's it. It gets laughed out the room, I think, for a it lot does. of it. It's significance. There's no height. There's not really a cross. Angle? It's a loop. It's a looping one. Oh, you can go straight back where Zero. it came from. No, I'm not having it. You can enjoy my top five. Uh, Garnacho. Uh, obviously, the reason why we're talking about all this. So, which of the following will happen? <sighs> Ripple A. Oh. This is a short, actually. James Laflame, write that down. <laughs> there, Garnacho uses this goal as a springboard and launches his career and becomes the man for Argentina. Ripple mm. B. All the attention gained sees Garnacho become a superstar in the media and he becomes a walking brand deal. Ripple C. After this goal, it uh, for Garnacho, it never he never scores a better goal and his career is overshadowed by this goal. In and in three years' time he's playing for Valencia or Real Sociedad. C bracket C Yanazai. Or oh. Makeda. Yeah, well, I was gonna say Makeda. Yeah, who came to, came alone uh, to QPR. Awful. Yeah, bad, was he? Really bad. Yeah. Needed. Could have done with it. Yeah. Working out, actually. Um, yeah, Garnacho. How are we, how are we feeling about Garnacho? I, I do really rate him. I don't think this will be the end of him. Does, does he need... I think the question I, I, I want to ask, really, more than anything, is did he need that? Is that a helpful goal for his career or a problem? More of a problem, I'd say. I'd say, like, from the context of United need, like, to turn this around quite fast. Like, can they put their faith in, like... Garnacho, who's not proven, mm. maybe not going to reach the instant heights. Whereas I think in the summer, if United want to kind of get back to where they were, they're going to need to make big signings. And if it's a Man City, maybe he goes on and has a good career because he can kind of like go to the woodwork. <laughs> you take him bit. out, yeah, bring yeah. him back in. It's yeah. a really difficult place to succeed right now, isn't it, Manchester United? Even though they're on a good run of form, 
you're right, it never quite feels stable. And is he going to be able to build on this and put in consistent mm. performances and a consistent run? You wouldn't put money on it, I'd say. So it's hard to say. I wish him all the success. You hope that's a platform to build on, but you have mm. to say mm, it's probably not the best environment for him. Yeah, I do think he's awesome. I think it's, yeah, like you say, it's not it's not the best garden to grow in. Mm, yeah, that's a good way I think it's it, a bit yeah. of A and C in the sense, like, yeah. I don't think he'll score a better goal probably in his whole career. But mm. I do think yeah. he, if he does, and I don't actually think he'll become like Argentina's main man necessarily. But he'll be a very, very serious Manchester United player. Like he's, mm. he's obviously really, really, really good, and he's going to get better. Ripple um, D, yeah. over there. Yeah, oh, nice. I agree with that. Nice. Okay. okay so goals that were, are going to make or break players' careers or have done. Sorry, in the past. James Rodriguez. Oh, oh that's interesting. Yeah, so just want to picture it for a second, wherever you are. So James Rodriguez scored that goal in the 2014 World Cup and got the golden boot for the tournament as well. This led to Real Madrid buying him a month later. Uh, to fund that, the 63 million move, Real needed to sell some assets. Alvaro Morata went to Juventus. Di Maria went to Man United, 63 million. Oh, my God. How didn't that work? Yeah, yeah what happened well, I forgot about that. I one. loved yeah, yeah. him, and he just let us down so badly. Like he, I've never been more excited about Manchester United signing than Di Maria. I wow. thought he was going to absolutely tear it up. And like it started so promisingly as well. If you remember that goal against Leicester, where he did a little oh, yeah. dink oh, so over the good. keeper, and I was like, this guy is class. <laughs> yeah. Then someone robbed his house, and he lost the plot. Like, right. Everything went downhill from there. Because he was wow. brilliant before, brilliant after. He's and then there's the this, funny, final. There's this that, strange yeah. Man United, Man United. <laughs> dip in the middle of his career. Yeah, he's had a he's had a wild career, hasn't he? Mm. He's has he ever been the guy at a team? Mm. Was this the one was this the moment for him to be the guy at the team? Yeah, that it was could it, have wasn't been, it? yeah. Because other players around at that time, like Radamel Falcao and people like that, no one who was like and he was obviously at the back end of his career. Mm. So I think don't think he was around there weren't better players. Yeah, I guess, oh, Rooney's still knocking about then, but obviously not, not at the same level. The because um, you know Argentina obviously always messy there. So mm. although you know scored in the World Cup final, so that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, like, a lot of those big games, he'll off be the other scorer a lot mm-hmm. of the time. He was but, he was the man of the match in the Champions League final before he joined Manchester United. But yeah. obviously at Real Madrid, they were just better players. Yeah, and again, yeah, like you say, like so many, so many big names, and then he's at PSG. So many big names yeah. again. He was sort of like. He became a bit of the, oh, he'll do the running. Like Di Maria. Di Maria was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm supposed to be the on. talent here. Yeah. Uh, and Javi Alonso went to Bayern Munich for six million. Mm. So, uh, sorry, hang on. Well, Real also in that summer bought Tony Cruz from Bayern, even though it wasn't directly involved in the Alonso deal. But that summer, some finances uh, get moved around at Real Madrid to bring in James. And Javi Alonso ended up at Bayern, where he would importantly get accustomed to German culture, football and the language. This then enabled <laughs> nice. him to take up the Leverkusen job. Oof. Video on the JLA channel right now if you want to go check it out. <laughs> uh, retention really high, isn't it? On that one, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, views aren't, so go and watch it. Uh, Lever- <laughs> Leverkusen are now undefeated at the top of the table. So Tuchel needs to watch out. Hamas wow. Rodriguez scoring that goal could soon get Thomas Tuchel sacked. I am you having, having it, that. <laughs> I think I'm having that one. I'm having yeah, that. Having I like it? that one. You having it? I like that. I think we could have that one. Yeah, yeah. Sev's not having it. Less convinced. If he doesn't go to the Germany, are... he doesn't manage no, sure, Leverkusen. Sure. Ripping up the format. 60, 60 pods in. <laughs> yeah. You learn from Pep, Shabby, as well. You know. yep. I, invite, I invite you here. Anyway. Uh, no, I think I'm having that one for sure. Mm. Because I, the next move, and we talk about that in the video, is Leverkusen have a great season. Then what? 
does Alonso go to Real Madrid, to Bayern Munich, or to Liverpool? And at what Ooh. stage? Wow. Liverpool, we'd have to wait a year or so. Real Madrid, he's got to go this at the end of this year because Ancelotti will probably move on. Yeah. Bayern Munich normally gobble up managers in the league. Yeah. Where will he go? Tuchel, you're in trouble. You need to win the Champions League this year. Will there be a single Maybe tear that falls do down your cheek, Adam, mm. if Harry gets it gets the Champions League? Of joy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd be, be joy. Really one in each. I'd be really happy for Harry Kane. I feel I, I've been saying that for a long time. I feel like he he needed to leave Spurs, and it was mm. time for him to leave Spurs, and he needed to go and achieve everything he could go and achieve. And you're seeing what he's doing at Bayern Munich. I think when he first moved, there was probably a bit of reservation, wasn't it? It's like, oh, you're only mm. going to the Bundesliga, and you yeah. know, does it actually count for anything if you win that title? But seeing the level he's performing at. There's no reason he can't get the Champions League this season, which he deserves to do in his career. And is it just a reconnaissance mission for England in the summer? Mm. I, 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 You'd like to think so, yeah. I just love what he's doing out there. It's so Killing so good. It. He's so good, and it's so good to see him. Like not to be like disrespectful to Spurs at all, but like they're a super super elite team, mm. and it's nice to see a player. He's like he's always been world class, and there's always been the question marks because England have ultimately flopped in tournaments fundamentally, and Spurs have never quite managed to reach that that level and now he's just there tearing every yeah. single yeah. team up and he he's going to do it in the Champions League and he probably he, they'll go far probably like he's yeah and I think also like the intensity that he has to play and yeah. what he kind of had to do for Tottenham was such a sort of it was, especially with the style of play as well before Angeball like it was such a slog for him whereas oh, yeah. at Bayern Munich these guys I'm going to stand in this half space and then this half space mm. and I'm going to yeah, trot yeah. I'll make my way I'll be there in a minute Sane and then he sort of yeah. rocks up and then taps one in like, he's, well not taps one in he's scoring great goals but yeah I think he's doing it at a, like, at a pace or certainly with players that are at, or at such a level mm. he's just having a great time isn't it it's mm. nice uh, Beckham against Greece no sorry we've got two Beckham goals so which one was more impactful for Beckham's career uh, Beckham against uh, Wimbledon 1996 yeah um, take a break, Alex. Hugely <laughs> impactful. <laughs> you know yeah. I watched the documentary. Yeah, though, so the yeah, documentary. Yeah. Okay. How so old the... were you? Were you even born at this point? 96, I was one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Me- uh, memories of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually, was it the 25th of September? I think it was maybe the, the directly a year after I was born. Oh, it yeah. could Completely well be. useless fact to you. Okay. On your first birthday, people yeah, were there yeah. we go. Really? just watching that goal. So this goal changed the way people score goals. I can see some looking at me now already. <laughs> in, the, uh, in the Beckham documentary, they speak about how people <laughs> no. didn't really attempt halfway goals. Beckham tried it, and the culture of trying these lobs has stayed in the game ever since. It can also be argued that it helped for mercurial players and individuals being important, especially in England. Not having that one. No. (laughs) But I do think that the halfway line goals, I think it probably matched up with a time when it's now easier to kick a ball that far. Pele had tried it, but he actually just missed. Oh, he did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that seventy. Yeah, yeah. And like, I yeah. think obviously, if he'd done that, that would have been the landmark moment. That's true. Earlier on, when we were talking about whether or not this hinders Garnacho's career, by the way, I instantly thought of this goal, and I was like, well, Beckham. it did no harm mm. to Beckham's career, so why on earth should it do any harm? I guess it's about yeah, yeah. You're right. And actually, Beckham never, Beckham never scored another goal as well. There's two sides of it. Not as outrageous as that. I mean, mm. just because it's that far out, it was obviously he's got a lot of free kicks. But he also, I guess, the other side is that he did deliver again and yeah, again and yeah, again and again and again. Yeah, he actually scored a goal that I think it was a season before in the like FA Cup semi final. So he scored against I want to say Chelsea. So mm. like Beckham had scored important goals kind of even before that, um, and you know, Colombia goal in '98 steps up for that one, and mm. then Greece 2001. So this is the goal that gave Beckham all of the power. 
Mm. Beckham versus mm. Greece still gets said when people step up to take a free kick in Sunday League. <laughs> but the importance of the goal, the match being at Old Trafford and the brilliance of what uh, of it changed Beckham's career. I would also add into that the overall performance. If you go watch that game back, yeah. I've never seen Gerard and Skulls play as bad as they play in that game. Wow. It's awful. Is it all Beckham? It was he was on a mission. He was, he was running possessed. around the pitch on his own. He was possessed, he, literally. Yeah, it was crazy. And he was, you know, he was dribbling. Yeah, which is not really what sort of David Beckham <laughs> not did. Known for, yeah. No, yeah. like he had outrageous stamina, but like the dribbling part of it, he was just absolutely possessed. It's such an odd game, such mm. a weird game. Nigel Martin started like, <laughs> like I like Nigel Martin, but like he just sort of brought him in and took David Seaman out. Yeah, like, like what? I was sort of like why. Just kind of set a weird tone. The whole game is really, really weird. Um, it sort of uh, solidified him as a player capable of producing magical moments on his own. And what goes hand in hand with that? Becoming a Galactico. Mm. Not sure I'm totally having that, if I'm honest. What's a more important goal for his career? Wimbledon. The, the Greece, and a slight caveat here. Say, say they get to the World Cup regardless of that goal. Oh, it doesn't work now. No. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to say that goal or the, or the goal, the, the penalty against Argentina. Huh. People don't really touch on that. In the Beckham documentary, he didn't even they didn't even really talk about 2002 World Cup. No. Not really odd. They didn't talk about the meta, was that the one where he broke his foot? Yeah, well? the meta yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, that. "No, yeah, yeah. we need Beckham." Like, there. Yeah, real waiting game to see if he's actually going to make the tournament at all. Um, I guess the is, is there more redemption in that goal, the Greece goal, or is there more redemption in the Argentina goal? The Argentina goal. Yeah. yeah. Because that the significance of what happened in nineteen in nineteen ninety eight in France was just so huge, and like, and getting one over Argentina, they are kind of a traditional old <laughs> yeah, rival, definitely um, for multiple reasons. And yeah, those 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 wins are very very sweet when you get one over a team like a Germany or an Argentina or someone who's like traditionally like a powerhouse of football. I think as well, if we're talking about those celebrations, like the Rooney celebration, I am mm. a sucker for like a proper scream. And the release he has, mm. I think, after that goal, yeah. like, does wash away a lot. Like, yeah. He needed it. Like sometimes they need it. Rocking uh, the Mohican as well. It's a great look at the time. Yeah, I mean, oh, he yeah, seems to be able to rock anything, didn't he? Mohican, outrageously. Yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't a great tournament for England, though. Do you know what I mean, I know that was a great goal, and there was that redemption story. But you, you remember it more for the Ronaldinho free kick and England crashing out again, and it didn't necessarily lead on. I think to the great things for England or for. David Beckham necessarily apart from the move to Real Madrid yeah that's true that is true because there wasn't that impact necessarily long term from it do you know what I, I'm such a loser but I had I've started doing this thing where I um, watch if I've got like 20 minutes like in the evening I won't tell you why but if I've got 20 go minutes on. in the evening go on when I'm, so my, miss, my missus will go have a shower <laughs> because yeah. we have like children so it's hard to like well I have one child I think so we, <laughs> we're like we don't have much time in the morning so my, my wife will have a shower in the evening and so I'll just be sat there and I'll be like That's oh YouTube we're going there and yeah. so I stumble across like old games and I was thinking of uh, I don't know I was trying to find it's because Terry Venables had passed away I was trying to find the mm. England Holland game because mm. I, I remember watching about a couple of years ago I watched like a 30 minute yeah. one of it and I think if you watch that game Holland should have scored a it's, good few. It's Ooh. so crazy because we we actually battered them in terms of the scoreline. Yeah, actually, when you right? watch it back, completely you're right. This right, you're the four one Euro ninety six. Yes, it's been completely. Sorry, sorry. This is probably a podcast as well, but uh, there's there's a lot of games like that where yeah. like what what is actually the truth of that game? And yeah, the, that game I watched it back and I was like, oh my god, 
We should have got back. Like, we're a bit hectic. They're... Jordi Cruyff is like they cut through us like quite a few. There's a lot of moments you go if he's a bit calmer there, if he's a bit calmer there. Mm. It's also fascinating to go and watch those games and see the, how the level has risen. Oh yeah, that it's was incredible. But generally, that's the case with like like even going back to the Trevor Sinclair overhead kick, like '90s goals, and I love that era of football. They just look a bit rubbish. Like when yeah. we package <laughs> yeah. things up for Sky, I always look back at that and think, oh, Shearer's goals sure aren't that's... really as good as slick, I remember them. They? I loved yeah. him so much, and he was such an unreal striker. But actually, they're not quite as good not as Kane's, are they? But mm. I did stumble across the the '98. So I was trying to find that one and I couldn't find it. And I found uh, the 1998 Argentina game. That ref is on a mission. He is so desperate. And do you know what it was? Do you know what I, I thought, oh, I know why. Because the, the booking is a joke. Yeah. Also, people forget. David Seaman gave away a penalty there. Very rash. And Simeone um, won that penalty. Did he? Very oh, cleverly, wow. actually. Yeah, okay. No, David Seaman doesn't get, David Seaman didn't get anything at him at all in that one. Because obviously it gets washed away by the other thing. Um, but that referee, he then gives the penalty for Owen, which is not really a p- penalty either. He yeah, just couldn't wait. Dive. But just as the game's about to kick off, you see the ball, you see a foot next to the ball, and you see a boot. And it's the ref's boot. Yeah. He's got mm. R9 boots on. Seriously? And I thought, ah, you, you're, main character. You can re- yeah, That's main character syndrome. Absolutely. He's inserting himself in every moment. Yeah, yeah we're, you know, we're in the costumes. That's crazy to have a referee wearing our lives. That's not right. That. They are blacked out. But, like, yeah. but it's still, not, that's are, still the wrong boot. Yeah. that You should not be wearing that. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, didn't like it. A uh, couple of quick fire ones, then we get into our top fives. Uh, so Aguero against QPR. Just oh, a question. Yeah. So Kai's not even having this one. Just a question. Did this goal give Aguero icon status and would he have had icon status if not for this goal? It just further cements it because yeah. he's obviously an unreal finisher like up there. Like You, you can debate like Suarez versus Aguero as like proper, proper players at an elite mm. level. But then you have one. this like clutch moment thing that's thrown into the mix on top and that is the most clutch moment in Premier League history. Mm. And oh. so it just further adds to his legacy. His clutch. So goals that ruined players. Mario Goetze against Ooh. Argentina. Always a good trivia question, isn't it? Mm. Everyone should have that. Everyone should have that locked in. You should sort of know that and go, right, I need that. I'm going to need that. When uh, Luke Pingo asked me to go on something. <laughs> so the goal robbed us of a great. Goetze scored this goal against Argentina whilst playing as a false nine because he'd previously been playing there for Bayern under Pep. But he was always best as a 10. This goal meant that he was often misused. Injuries played a part in his downfall, but his struggles in terms of positional identity that came from this goal did not help. Was he good or not? Or was it? Is it just wow. about injuries? Alex, do you know much about Marigosa? Oh, yeah. Yeah, German. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, the knowledge piece yeah, yeah, yeah. going yeah. through. Yeah, 87, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, top player. I mean, I can't speak too highly of him. I don't watch that too, too much of uh, the German league, but... Yeah. It's the injury. He was it? really good when he came through, though. Like, legitimately, yeah. like he was known yeah, as like the massive. next... He was like the German Messi, I think he was described mm. as. And in that um, Dortmund team as well, him and like Marco Royce and Lewandowski, they were like extraordinarily strong together mm. in that Champions League run. Yeah, um, he could have. Yeah, he could have got up and gone again. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's one where, with this whole idea, if we can't find more on you, <laughs> then we can make a case that it ruined you. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It I think that's you. what's happened here. You'd still take that, though, wouldn't you? I'm sure he still is relatively happy knowing that he scored the winner in the in a World Cup final. Yeah, he'll, he'll take that. I reckon that is good, and he could probably, you know, say like the the trappings of fame. Like he's probably not got that. 
really. No, no. Mm. He's still playing today, isn't he? He's still living yeah. as a footballer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's always got, he's always got that. Last one. Uh, Origi versus Everton, 2019. Ooh. This stopped Pickford. <sighs> Iconic. From becoming a top six goalkeeper. That's an interesting. What one. people forget about this game is that Pickford actually made a number of great saves in the game with one huge howler letting him down. That howler has followed him about for years. I mean, even earlier in this podcast, a little bit. Although actually this was a decision, wasn't it? This wasn't a, his arms. Uh, and led to <laughs> repeated questions wow. about his England place. It may have also cost him a huge move to a top six club at some point with Chelsea, Man United, Arsenal and Tottenham all changing their goalkeepers in recent times. I think I was surprised he signed a new deal. Yeah, recently Pickford. enough. I think someone would... Is there, I guess the problem you've got Edison, Allison. You know, two at Arsenal. Vicario yeah, looks pretty good. Really. There's maybe not space for him anywhere else. He's like a 10th place keeper, isn't he? Really? Do you think? Yeah. Why is he not in... I mean, he's done brilliantly for England, though. Oh, yeah. He's a top he's he's got kicking's like good as well. He is, hasn't he? Like, his England career and his club career are yeah. just totally different things. Like, so when true. he plays for England, I'm so up for having him in goal. And partly because he absolutely loves it as well. Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. also, there's an element to it. It's like the fact that he likes having a pint and things like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. A bit more like normal, that. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, true. I like him. But, like, near the back end of the season, he's always incredible as well. He, like, gets up for games. Like, whenever he knows he needs to, like, deliver his A game, he's there for, like, he can make a triple save. He's save show real is is up there yeah. I'd say yeah. okay top five time Oy. who would like to go first um, do you want me to go yeah go on You're the host. okay in at five <laughs> and I, I, I found the I found the, the moment came to me halfway through, and I gave the clue. Ding ding! I'm going to go Berbatov. Uh, what was it? Two thousand and ten. Ten. The thigh is outrageous, yeah. and the fact that it comes off the bar is also <laughs> nice. Extra points. Extra, Extra points, that. points for that. Exactly. Yeah. So Berbatov in at five. Mm. I put Ronaldo against Juve fourth. Yeah. Which feels harsh. But it's, I mean, it's an amazing goal. And the sort of pause in the air is great. We didn't speak about that. The, the photo. Do you like it, a pause? Yeah, I yeah. do. <laughs> he almost like stopped in the middle of the air and was like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll strike it at the back of the net. Yeah, watch this. I think that's such, a, um, that's such an underrated thing in, in life, is, is, or certainly football, <laughs> that hangability. Yeah. Like Les Ferdinand was 5'11". He wasn't six foot. He was so good. The at boy him. could hang. That, yeah. that photo of Ronaldo where he's like perfectly horizontal, six foot in the air. It's but, like... Was it the Sampdoria goal? But hang, now he has hang that credit purely because of that insane slow-mo where he's just in the air yeah, forever. <laughs> and everyone knows yeah. that goal and knows that moment because, again, it was just so so viral yeah. that actually he's kind of got credit for that in some mm. respects. It's, yeah, it's an unbelievable goal. What I noticed as well is that he doesn't do the C in the celebration. He just sort of trots off. Was that after the... After the, I did he, no, I think he no, had he that. He definitely had. He's been doing it for years, isn't he? Yeah, but amazing goal. So in third, and I'm not sure I believe this anymore, but technically, technically right up there, but is just not not enough of a moment for me, is the Emre Chan one. Really? Because okay. the angle, so the, the angle of it all is so difficult. 171 degrees, and I think. I was watching, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The angle of it is so 
hard to sort of comprehend. And like we said, there's a few that sort of come from the right side so you can kind of get the right angle on it mm. and you just need to connect. Yep. When it's not kind of going back to the path that it's come from a little bit, I think that's harder. It's definitely harder. Catches it right on his, on his foot, importantly. That's why Rooney doesn't make it into my top five. Shin. You can't be off the shin. shin. Ankle joint. Is, is as high as it can be for me. Where did Gonacho's go off though? Like, is that a clean boot I think striker? his ankle joint may be maybe getting close to I the shin. I saw it and I was like, it's close to the shin. <laughs> Don't want to be that guy, guys. Calm down, boys. I also think the Gonacho thing is there is so much content now. And Twitter, like Twitter, people are you're so quick to go, that's the greatest da -da 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 of all time. Like, I feel like... One, th I like, I love listening to Gary Neville, but I feel like he's drifting towards that. Mm. And I'm kind of like, stop it. Because I don't Not think he much needs hyperbole. too much like the greatest, that's the greatest yeah, this okay. and that and that. And I mean, he just needs to calm down. I don't need that. Anyway, we have just done a whole podcast <laughs> on Bicycle Kids. Uh, Bale, I've got second. <laughs> yeah, like second, it, rate okay. it, rate it. I, you know, the occasion, uh, the ability. Again, the celebration's slightly disappointing. It does some sort of like Klinsman. Just yeah. that's that's not yours. Yeah, you sort of is there an it. athletics track? Is there something that's taking away from the atmosphere to me? I can't yeah, picture why yeah, I don't enjoy I think this so. much. I think so. He goes for the slide, doesn't he? Doesn't it doesn't seem line. very close to the crowd. Yeah, something right. bothers me. Drifts off to the left hand side, but I mean unbelievable. Unbelievable. No no goalie saving mm. that, Alex. Oh yeah. No goalie. And then number one, of course. Without question. It's not, is it? It's outside the box. Oh, come guys. on. It's outside <laughs> the box. <laughs> It's outside the box. The cross comes from behind him. Yeah. Watch it back. Well, Dallow's cross comes from behind. Gunnett. Trevor Sinclair's bicycle kick is the greatest bicycle kick of all time. <laughs> Does it not go into Fact. the middle wow. of the goal? It's, it's a massive yeah. factor. It doesn't go in a corner. It, it, it lobs the keeper. He's Right. He's 20-odd yards out. Yeah. He's 20-odd yards out. It's a goal that matters. We are we're down to 10 men. We've not won an FA Cup game since. It comes off right off his boot. Mm. It comes from across from the halfway line. Not having it. Yeah. It comes from <laughs> across from the halfway line. The fact that line. you've not won a game since. What relevance does okay, it have yeah. to that goal? <laughs> but it has, it, Matt, the pureness is there. It's he's so high up. He's outside the box. Personal nostalgia out of 10? Yeah. 11, mate. <laughs> yeah. It's Trevor. It has to be Trevor. That's my five. Who would like to go next? Um, go on, Alex. I'll, I'll start five with one that's not even been mentioned yet. Uh, and it's a goal by Philip Mech says. Yeah, I love that one. Against Anderlecht in the Champions League, where he chests it up and lobs the keeper. Far corner as well. I think Lob. far corner Ugh. is um, super relevant. The fact that it's gone in the far corner, uh, really like it. And the fact he's a centre-back as well. Yeah. Got the power? Has he got the hard. power? It's got, it's got power. It's a bit loopy. Yeah, loopy. Maybe yeah. it's a bit loopy. <laughs> yeah. See, Trevor's is outside the box and has power. Yeah, six so, yeah, out of ten on the I'm just going to spend the next ten yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> In comparison. And that's why Trevor's is better. Yeah. Sorry, God. I've got at four, Ronaldo. I don't need to speak about that anymore. Um, at three, again, I don't think we've spoken about it, is Mandzukic versus Real Madrid. Yeah, that's a good one. For me, it's real. like, if you're looking purely on the connection, the overhead kick, it's not like three. But the fact that the team goal is outstanding. The ball stays in the air forever. It's so that's <laughs> the best bit. There's five touches back to back where the ball doesn't touch the ground. So really? got, from the centre of the pitch, it gets swung out to the left. I can't remember who's on the left side, but Alex he keeps Sandro. it in. Back to the middle, knocked off to Mandzukic, who takes a touch and then drives it into the net. And it's like, that's unbelievable. And I don't know how it Big was game. in my top five. It's not in your I top love, five? No, unreal though. Wow. No, seriously, seriously. I was nominated oh, was for the Puskas as well. No, I put six oh, because I was so close. Oh, you put six in. Yeah, yeah, you did. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Wow. Yeah, fair enough. 
Um, okay. Number two, I've actually got Garnacho. I think it's like if you look number at, two, purely leave, leave this room <laughs> purely from like like take away the player, take away the minute, the actual aesthetic of the overhead kick. That for me is number one. Do you know? Do you know what could make it? No, if if you remove all the pure aesthetic, like, obviously my number one is going to have take away two oh. insanely significant factors. No, but like and... yeah, purely just if you looked at two stick men scoring a goal mm. that's the best goal mm. that sounds rubbish by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, do you know what? if for Garnacho it's about if this is the start of the film mm. do you know what I mean if this is the start oh, of his yeah, documentary yeah, yeah. and he goes yeah, on to yeah, do yeah. all this stuff that's incredible then, it? then it, get, it goes up which is what Seb, Seb said earlier that like, the player matters a little bit at the moment he's not he's just arrived hasn't he mm. so that could age well could and age well. Uh, I mean I'm discrediting it I'm coming up with the reasons why it's not number two rather than why it is but the third minute element is like if this goes into row Z, who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. nil-nil. It doesn't matter. But anyway, that's my number two. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then at number one is Gareth Bale. Yeah, I think yeah, it's so, okay. so good. Hmm. Yeah, nice. So Trevor's not even in... F- oh, Trevor's not in the top... He's you not in... Do, you, you no, you wouldn't be. Have a look at the history of football. He's not in my top five either. That's a Ooh, fucking disgrace. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Um, it's not in anyone's top five? Didn't make mine no, either. Oh, fuck off. That's I didn't know if this was a swearing podcast. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's my podcast. When the moment calls for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I went for, there's two new ones in this. So I went for Nicky Butt, number five. I don't know if you guys saw this. Wow. Did the rounds this week. Nicky Butt. <laughs> it's the most pointless bicycle kick you'll ever see. Obviously, post Garnacho, this is everywhere. Nicky Butt comes onto the pitch. This is 2009 against Middlesbrough. He's just been subbed on. Oh, the yeah. ball's bobbling around, you know, long ball. It's sort of, you know, header here. Nicky Butt, surrounded by no one, has the time to take it down, take a touch, lay off a pass. He has the time to head it maybe to a teammate. He instead bicycle kicks it out of play for absolutely no reason whatsoever. So I'm just putting that in there for a nice, unique, pointless bicycle kick. It's never happened before. It's never happened since. So that's goal. my number five. No, it's not even a goal. Oh. It's just a bicycle kick off the pitch. <laughs> it goes off. It goes off for a throw in. You'll never see one like actually, it before. You never see like it since. Like, <laughs> so we're see. watching it now. We're going to edit this bit Classic down. Classic long ball from the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah where's this going? Yeah. Okay, nice header in. Nicky Butt is in so much space, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kicks off the pitch. Like, why? why I, know what, I don't know what possessed him to do that, but that's why it's my number five. Uniqueness, you know. Nice. Let's yeah, yeah. Uh, number four, I'm going to go for an actual goal now. Rooney, I feel like we've done it somewhat of a disservice there. It's one of the most iconic goals, so I've got to put it in there. Uh, Wayne Rooney against Mancini. Uh, Bale against Liverpool, number three. Technique, times occasion. Got to go for that. Two, one I've got a soft spot sport for, if you guys are familiar with it. Ronaldinho versus Villarreal, 2006. <sighs> Unbelievable goal. Ball comes in, I think, from Xavi. He chests it, Ronaldinho, and he goes with the foot that you wouldn't expect. Yes. Unbelievable goal. That's true. It's magic. Less, uh, he's acrobatic, not as explosive. No. Like the first touch mm. is is a nice... Uh, Pops it up yeah, on the chest. Yeah. And I think, you know, the if you see the version with Ray Hudson, the Legends commentary... He describes it as electrifying as a hairdryer in a bathtub, <laughs> which I think is very apt and very true. Uh, and number one, again, one that I think we've done a disservice to today, Zlatan oh. Ibrahimovic. Really? Number one? I know, in it's a friend, I know it's a friendly, a but I think in terms of Zlatan Ibrahimovic, one of the most iconic players ever, the stature of him, that's the first moment you think of, I think, for, for, for Zlatan. It's one of the most iconic goals for him 
and I think it's one of the most iconic goals in football. <laughs> I'm putting out there. I know it's a friendly. I, I trust your judgment over probably 99% of the, the <laughs> you're, I know. You're that is it. the worst date <laughs> you've ever put out. I think that really is an bad. amazing goal. There's no goalie no, in goal. But no one else, that goal, no one else thinks to do that ever in football history apart from Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We have been gifted a goal. It's a clearance. By him. <laughs> I'm just, that, that's my number one. I'm putting out there. I think you've. I think you. That's not your five. You've just gone. Let's be fair. Let's make good entertainment. No, no. I, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The yeah, Nicky Butt one for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay, amazing. I'm a little bit blown away by that take there. That's absolutely terrible. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> the one is. That I actually love that, Adam. I actually love so that much. goal. That's I love not that you. Goal. That's not the Adam I know. I'm just saying. You're right. We'll um, talk about this. Yeah. So yeah, my fifth one is Ronaldinho. You've just touched upon it. Obviously, magic, pure technical, and the guy's a magician. Obviously, 2006, a peak of his powers, and he really just showed himself in that situation um Berbatov versus Liverpool another factor we didn't talk about he actually scores a hat-trick in that match and that and just adds... Man, Man United Liverpool too right? yeah Big it game. was so good and he yeah. was so silky and a brilliant player also Ronaldo versus Juve the clapping of the Juventus fans massive factor just a clean strike Mauro Bressan um <laughs> Fiorentina versus Barcelona November 1999 if you haven't seen this goal go onto Twitter or some website right now and instantly watch it the guy is like 30 yards out and he's is a bit scrappy the way the ball drops drops to him but he just absolutely leathers it he's he's just nailed it from distance <laughs> what was like, the word that you came up with Pureness. It, it, it was very pure. It didn't score very high on the player factor. He actually went on to do loads of match fixing and other dodgy stuff. So he didn't have <laughs> the career. But um, yeah, I, I feel like I just sort of remember it from, again, being a, a young child. Eurosport, like, what was the game, compilations. It was, it was a group stage game Barcelona versus um, Fiorentina in the Champions League. This is the nostalgia factor. Okay. Hi, Guardiola on the pitch. Go on, talk us for it. So the ball's dro- dropping. Distance, we're saying oh. 35 yards oh. there. Oh, now the keeper for pretty good. Uh, Loopy, but no pretty good. No chance. Big celebs. Also, yeah. that, that kit's legendary. That kit is good. Rui Costa and Batistuta's teammates. This is this is like peak. Oh, he's nice. He's nice off the bar. Yeah, off the bar. Thanks. Not totally sure about. Mm, not even sure that. Okay. Is it not a bicycle kick? <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, come on. And then my favourite is Rivaldo versus Valencia, and so in this particular fixture, this is like a legendary moment in Barcelona's history. They were both vying for Champions League spots. Barcelona had to win to get qualification. Rivaldo scored two goals already. I believe it was the 87th minute. The ball comes into him on his chest and he punches the ball up in the air using his chest with his insane left foot drives it into the corner. Yeah, power. Outside power. Quite possibly. He then pulls his shirt off like pure scenes. Yeah. People are going yeah. absolutely wild. He Guy Havard was on commentary for Sky Sports at the time and his commentary is unreal and I love Guy Havard as well. So that adds to me as, a, as another factor for why that was a great goal. Nice. And um, Did, yeah. Didn't he win player of the year that year? Like I, think, the... I think he did, yeah. And like, he was so, so good at this point in time. He like, was. That, that was quite a legendary Barcelona team as well I don't think they were that successful but like they were signing players like Overmars and Petit and all the Dutch players like De Boer and um, Koku and others and Clivert as well who was class and I remember having that kid as a ch- kid as a child kid, yeah. it's just like yeah big big fan amazing right guys I think we've done bicycle kicks now <laughs> I think we've covered, covered that yeah. uh, guys let us know what your top five is feel free to um Message me on Twitter about that one. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then please do consider following the podcast. Uh, always good to get the numbers up and keep the lights on. That's important. Um, guys, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to talk about football content. I'm really, really excited about this. So again, another reason to follow the podcast 
is to be able to listen to that. I think if you are into making content or you've enjoyed YouTube over the years, then you're not going to want to miss that. So make sure you follow The Ripple Effect. Thanks, guys. And thank to you, thanks to you guys as well.